This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good morning, it's Sunday morning. It is 10am in the UK and it's God knows what time in Australia where Spencer Pryor, ex-Leicester City uh, defender, will be joining us very, very shortly. Um, hopefully he'll be enjoying something a little bit uh, harder than a cup of tea, but that's what we will be doing. And this is the Fox's Aftermath show or Fan Zone special, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Jamie is going to be running this shortly, much as he thinks he's not. He is joining us from Spain very, very shortly. But my name is Phil. Get your questions in. Get your comments in for Spencer Pryor and welcome to a special edition of the Foxes Aftermath Show. Yes, good morning. Good morning to everybody who's watching. I hope you're staying safe and hope you're staying well wherever you're watching, whether it's in Leicestershire, whether it's in Australia, whether it's in America, whether it is in Alcudia in Spain. Here is Jamie. Come on, Jamie. This is morning, your all. How the devil are we? Are we all good? Are we all enjoying it? Very right, good, Jamie. Today, Come on. Passing well, you over because just, I'm doing the tech like to apo- you're doing the thing. Come on. Just like to apologise to everyone that watches my Sunday morning show, my Foxy's Aftermath show. I've got Phil, the editor, and Chappie have all of a sudden just sort of decided to join me this week. I don't know why. It's because it's going to be a bit confusing. But the real reason is we've got Spencer Pryor on. He played for Leicester. He came in August of 96. He uh, came for 600,000 from Norwich. Unfortunately, he was only with us for two years. I thought it was a bit longer than that, but he was only with us for two years. He played 78 games. Unfortunately, he didn't score a goal for us. But he's probably helped set up one of the most important goals against Arsenal in about the 99th minute, I think it was. Uh, It was very good in the air, very solid defensive-wise. And I I think it was a bit of a surprise when he left for Derby. He's in Australia now, so I think we ought to bring him on and see what he's got to say. Here he is. Let's see if the technology is working. Spencer, can you hear us? Hello, boys. 
Course, okay. Morning, Spencer. How are you? Oh, look good at morning, him, red yeah, wine in his hand. It's, it's actually good evening to Spencer, isn't it? It is. It's it is, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's seven o'clock in the evening, yeah? Hence wow. why you're drinking o'clock. red wine, Spencer, and we're drinking tea. You're not, not a raging uh, nah, seven o'clock. I'm all beard out. I'm done for the day. I've had a few beers, a couple of beers. It's been a nice day. It's 28 degrees here today. So we had a couple of beers at lunchtime. And uh, <laughs> oh, he's, he's sad. It's what, just lying by the swimming pool? No, funny enough, like we live by the beach here and um, they, they had to shut, come and shut the beach because we've got the social distancing and stuff. But the beaches are still open as long as you're going and exercising. So what they've been doing is. They've been, everyone's been down there. They've been sending their kids in and got, telling them, go and have a swim, go and have a swim. And the adults have just been standing around and chatting, right? So the police had to come this afternoon and shut the beach, which is kind of good. Well, because which part of Australia are you in? Is it Sydney you're in? I am. I'm, I'm just outside Manly uh, in Sydney. Is that, is that Bondi Beach area? Is that Bondi Beach? Is that Sydney? Is that That's the right? eastern suburbs. That's the dirty side of Sydney. <laughs> That's the dirty beaches oh, right. down there. All oh, right. We're, oh, a, we're the nice, lives, nice beaches. We're the northern beaches. So we're like the insular peninsula, they call us. Right. I knew it was Australia somewhere, but I wasn't quite sure exactly. Yeah. Right. I'm going to start off with everyone. As I seem to be in control today, which is very unusual when Phil and Chappie are here. Normally, I'm third on the list. Um, when you signed for Leicester, yeah. what was the reason? Was it, was it because of um, Martin O'Neill was already here? Because you played with him at Norwich. So was he one of the main influences you signed for Leicester? A hundred percent. Was yeah, it? Literally. Oh, it was. Yeah, because so he came in. He came into Norwich at a time when we were we were struggling a bit, and uh, having had a few different managers, one being Gary Megson, um, you know, Martin came in, and it was an absolute breath of fresh air, and the gaffer actually managed to get me and my performance to another level. I actually then at the end of the season he left before the end of the season to come in yeah. and help Leicester get up through the playoffs. And once he left, he actually said, look, if we get up to the Premier League, I, I, I want to I take you with us. I was like, oh, okay, cool, that's great. So the season finished with Norwich and then I was watching the playoffs. <laughs> pretty much wearing a Leicester shirt, actually. <laughs> yeah, cheering so, <laughs> thinking, yeah. what, thinking you're going to get a job here if it goes well. Come <laughs> so on, Leicester. It, it, um, it, it took a bit of time to get the deal done um, it, through the close season, but we managed to, to get it all tied up just before the start of the season, which was, was great. Wasn't it literally the day before the season started you signed? Oh, my God. So me and Casey Keller signed on the same day, right? Wow. And then... And, and we literally, I think we played Sunderland away first game. Yeah, yeah, well, Sunderland away, yeah. Yeah, which was, it, it was a brute of a game to actually go in as the first game. But it was a really good way to get into it with, with all the squad. There was no messing around, no pre-season. I, I didn't want to do another Martin O'Neill pre-season. <laughs> um, so well, they tough, they were, yeah, they were, they were really tough. It was really? actually a good way to just get in, get going, start yeah. playing, and uh, yeah, it was it was that's how uh, it was a hundred percent because oh, of the gaffer and and all his staff. You know, it was it was it was a really important thing to have that continuity for me. I'd had a few managers chop and change at Norwich, so 
know, when you get aligned to working with somebody, particularly of the gaffer's quality, who his man management is the best I ever had. Yeah. Um, that was really important for me to, 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 to you know, want to go to Leicester. Yeah, Martin O'Neill, is he? Uh, it's gone down as probably one of the the best managers we've had outside of obviously Claudio Ranieri, and currently he's, got, he's Brennan, got to be in the top. He's, top he's got three, to be in he? he? top top three managers yeah. of Leicester all yeah, yeah, day easily. long. Um, easily. What would you what would you say was your best game you ever had uh, in a Leicester shirt, Spencer? Probably, probably the cup final replay. Yeah, yeah, probably the replay actually. Yeah. Um, don't don't really remember the game sounds stupid but i actually don't really remember the game i don't remember the cup final i don't remember the replay i just know we won and <laughs> and then you start reading we won and then you start reading as you do as a play you start reading the papers and things after the game or the next day it's like oh did I play that well? Oh, all right, then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Getting eight out of ten, did you, for that game? I, I, I did, actually. I've still got the newspaper. <laughs> Brilliant. Still got the newspaper. <laughs> there's, there's, one game that I, there's one game I thought you might mention was the three-all against Arsenal at Filbert Street. Mm. I mean, what a game that was. I mean, I've got to ask, you know, you set up the goal for uh, Stevie Walsh, didn't you? Were you actually planning? Did you actually see him there or were you going for goal yourself with that header? Mm. In the ninety-nine with my fifty p head. <laughs> oh right! No, I, I think, I think actually the ball came across. Somehow, I was always in the mix for certain things, and the ball came on my head, and I kind of crapped myself <laughs> and headed it back across the goal <laughs> rather than at goal. So Brilliant. it was it was more it was more putting it into an area where somebody else can score. So you know yeah, the yeah. philosophy always is right. If you can't score, if you can score, score. If you can't score, can you get it to someone else that can score? And if you can't, can you put it into an area where? So, and, and for me, with that header, it was you know I probably could have gone for goal, but I don't think I would have got enough power on it to to get it to get it past Lee Dixon, who was on the line, and beat David Seaman because it was coming across and I would have had to sort of turn my neck. So it was easier for me to head it back across for somebody who was coming in on it, which Walshie did. You, picked, you picked the right man for that moment, well, didn't you? I did. But the thing with that game is it was a great, great game. But everyone looks at Dennis Bergkamp's hat-trick and thinks he mugged me off for the goal, no, the one he pulled Matt over. Yellow, it? It Matt yeah. Yellow, because we both had the same shaved head, everyone thinks we go, oh, you got, you got mugged just, off by Beckham. Hold on, Chappie. Hold on, just let me finish this for a second. Go when Walsh scored, he went running to the bench. Now, was he going, I've heard that he was going towards Ian Wright because they had a bit of a battle of that game. Was that right? He was actually going to celebrate in front of Ian Wright to have a go at him or was he just celebrating with Martin O'Neill? Probably celebrating with the gaffer, actually. It was, oh, it, right. was, it, looked, it was that tight a unit. It was celebrating with the gaffer and with the staff, 100%. Right. Okay. It just looked a bit aggressive. when he, I've seen the video of it. It looks a bit aggressive when he's running towards him and that. I just wasn't quite well, sure. Was he looking aggressive? Are you sure? <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> nah. Really? Oh, you've seen him in more moves than we have, I think. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, I've played foot 40 against Steve Walsh and he's still an absolute beast now. So... We won't go there. Um, Spencer, um, do you still keep in touch with any of the uh, the old Leicester players? 
Uh, I do actually. I still speak to Casey. I speak to Casey a lot. No, that's awesome. I, I was. I actually did message him to see if he'd like to do this. Anyway, you could forward that message on. That'd be great. Yeah, we'll do. Love to get Casey. <laughs> on. Uh, uh, so I'm. I'm working for you guys now. That's yeah. Right. I'll do that. I'll yeah. Do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still, yeah, I still you could be our fourth lung fox from Australia. Yeah, I, I actually spoke to him last week, believe it or not. So I'm just ribbing him all the time about his president. <laughs> what a great guy he is. I've <laughs> constantly given it to Casey, and I think he likes him, which makes it even funnier. So. <laughs> Speaking of ribs, have you got any uh, rib stories for us no. on the Filbert Street days? Probably not. They're, they're, they're not they're not the ones that I can share anyway because not not child friendly unfortunately really not no we we were we were a bit naughty as a team actually <laughs> yeah, we yeah. I think we understood that mm. <laughs> yes yeah, but we, we were allowed to be because you know the, the gaffer actually let us we, we worked super hard like yeah. super hard and then when we were a bit naughty he, he kind of let it go a little bit, but then when it became more than more than naughty and, and naughty because people's egos were getting in the way, then the gaffer pulled it back in and he managed to nip that in the bud. Makes sense? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. So who in in that way then, who was one of the biggest jokers in the in when your time then a couple of years you were there? Parks. Gary Parker. Oh Gary my Parker. god. Yeah. Yeah. Next level. <laughs> yeah. Proper fun. Was it? Yeah, he's still yeah. bonkers now. Yeah, he was he was very <laughs> funny, but being the other side of the fence now, it'd be interesting to know how how he is with players taking the Mickey out of him like he used to out of the coaching stuff. So <laughs> they probably give it yeah. back as well. Last time I saw Gary Parker, he was sporting not only a beard yeah. but like yeah. a scary beard, Spencer, yeah, like a ZZ Good. top beard. That yeah. would cover up his six chins. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even I I'll be honest with you, I didn't even know it was him because we was all getting changed in that in the uh, in the King Power, uh, ready to go out for it. It's a charity game, I think it was. And uh, I didn't even know it was Gary because he's changed that much. He's <laughs> just changed that much. Well he's done well, he's had a good career coaching wise as well now with Lenny, which is fantastic. So pleased for him. He's a great guy. And Spencer, can I ask what what are you up to now? I mean, obviously you went down to Australia. Are you still involved with football? Can you talk us through how how things are going for you now? Yeah, they're all right. I've actually, I'm, I'm not working in football at the moment, but I, when I moved down to Australia, then I kind of, it's a, it's a tough, they're a tough crowd down here. They don't like, <laughs> they don't like English ex-footballers. So it's quite <laughs> tough. Um, and you've got to earn your stripes. So I went in and did some stuff on with community football here for a while to start with. And then when somehow, because I was doing my A licence here, I, uh, I managed to get involved with the women's national team. So I went to the 2011 World Cup with the women's national team here. Yeah. Great experience. Really liked it. Um, I was the assistant there and also the head coach of the 20s, under 20s. Um, yeah. And then went down to Tasmania, took a technical director role down there for the for the state. Um that was tough, living away from family. Um, then came back and kind of just mooched around, did a couple of different football things and then managed to get the head coach's role for Thailand women's national team. So I went over there for 18 months, took that job. Um, somehow 
managed to just keep going with the women's football thing. Mm. Um, I've got no problem with it. It was good experience for me to go down there. Yeah. After that, came back, fell out of love with football here. It's not in a great place. So um, went and did something completely different. I actually went into going uh, did some recruitment work. So I went into doing recruitment, not agent as a football, just into recruitment. Oh. Um, and then out of the blue, I got a phone call to see if I'd be interested to go back to Thailand to work with one of the men's teams in the Thai Premier League. So that was actually to go in as a technical director. So I went in there. <laughs> I went in to go and help the coach, the head coach out. And I had to resign from my normal day job, right? So oh. I, I resigned from my day job. Now, bear in mind, this is Thailand, right? So I was yeah. going to go and help this head coach. And I had to work my notice period, which was three weeks. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I was working in Sydney. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I was in Thailand for the, for the day's training and for the match, then fly back. And I did that for three weeks. But in the third week, they sacked the coach and brought a new guy in. Oh, oh dear. He said, he said, I want to run the show. So I was flying over there and the owners went, you don't have to do anything. I was put on gardening leave literally the day I started. <laughs> Um, yeah, ties. It's the ties. You honestly, Asian uh, football. Oh, it's it's hilarious. I could write a book on Asian football. It's and I was only I've only done about two years there. Wow. Um, Blimey. So I came back. I came back and actually the, the recruitment company that I, um, I was in before they said, look, if it doesn't work out, you can always come back. So that's where I currently am at the moment. Huh. Spencer, I've got a question from uh, the fans watching. Somebody's asked yep. you, there's, there's loads of questions. I'm just picking a couple. Who was the best player you played with while you were at Leicester, Spencer? Um, Emil. Yeah, Emil, Emil Hesker, yeah. 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 Well, what was he like in As training? A, was he a nightmare in training as well? He was just a brute of a young kid. An yeah. absolute brute of a young kid that we all knew the potential that he had and the sort of player he was going to be. Um, and he could just bang in goals for fun. Like, you know, it was great having experienced players around him to help him through as well. Um, but he was he was the best player. I think you, we needed to score goals. Um, to, to be successful, you have to score goals. And he, and he was an out-and-out goal scorer. He had a great player with, with Ian Marshall alongside him who helped him um, and took a lot of the pressure off him as well. Um, so he, he would be the best player in terms of what he bought. But, you know, there was we had so many players that bought different things. It's just, this is where the gaffer was great with the squad he put together. You know, you had Neil Lennon, who was an absolute workhorse and a dog in midfield. Yeah. who would literally just win the ball and give it to Mazzy because Mazzy was technically gifted. So, you know, it was, it was we had, we had a, a, such a real mix, but we all worked very well together. I think we should hit the, uh, the more of the comments, Phil. Um, yeah, hit, yeah, there's, 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 a, question, there's a question here from Mark here. Charles. Uh, how many times did you get sent off in your career? He asked this for Conrad Logan the other night as well. Do you know <laughs> what? I don't thing. even know. I don't even know. I think it might be about three or four. Oh, not as much as Walshie, then. <laughs> not no, as much no, no, as no. <laughs> Maybe four. 
Yeah, it wasn't a lot. You, ne- you never got sent off for Leicester, though, did you? I don't think you did, nope. did you? I don't oh, think good. I got sent good. off. After I left Norwich, I don't think I got sent off. I got sent off once for Norwich when I didn't get sent off, where I fouled Tony Cotter, he was through on goal. And then, it's a good story, I fouled Tony Cotter, he was through on goal, and the boys went, there was a bit of a melee, and the boys went, quick eyed, you don't know it's you. <laughs> so I literally hit. <laughs> And I was doing my laces up and the ref's looking around and he sent Andy Johnson off instead of me. <laughs> right. Bit yeah. similar looking, yeah. But then I got a retrospective ban for that one. I did. <laughs> I, I think I got sent off a couple of times for South End early on in my career and then once for Norwich. I don't think I got sent off after that. I we think all do the... silly things when we're youngsters. I think in the <laughs> league... We could get away with so much more than the players yeah, now. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, you can't tackle now. It's dead. No. Do you, yeah. Are you quite are you quite pleased, Spencer, that you played back in the day when you did? Rather, do you think the game has changed now, where you'd find it a completely different sport, almost? Different. Um, I, I've no regrets of of when I played or or how I played. I I, I was a bang average football but I managed to maximise oh. my potential. I, I maximised my potential, and and I had a good career out of the game. Um. I'd love to I play think... now for the money. These boys are like, they're millionaires <laughs> instantly, eh? So, good, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, of I course mean, we all want to play now, but no regrets at all. Well, the there's a good, we played, there's a, I would, yeah. I wouldn't, have play, I wouldn't have played at the level I got to play at. Oh, I think, now, Spencer, I think, I think you're doing yourself a disservice there, Spencer, because you yeah. not, only, not only played yeah, the yeah. Leicester, you had a great spell at, like you say, Norwich, Derby, which we want to talk to you a bit about, obviously. <laughs> no, we don't. No, no. <laughs> and and, yeah, and Man, Man City Man as well. Man City as well, Spencer. And Man City as well. So which were had... Yeah, but they were a different club back then to what they are now. Uh, they... Yeah. 100%. So the thing is, like, like I said, the game has evolved and defending is dead now. It's more about intercepting and disturbing opponents than it actually is about tackling and winning the ball. Um, y- y- you can win the ball now. And if you touch the player, you're still yeah. likely to have a free kick given against you because well, it's deemed as yeah. dangerous. It's yeah. like, I, 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 I'd probably get sent off a lot more <laughs> now. Yeah, Steve Hink says, what's your thoughts on the VAR? Oh, oh just get rid of it. Yeah. Like, just please, 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 please get rid of yeah, it. Yeah. It's, you take out you take out so much uh, conversation that happens in the pub after the game. You actually finish up putting the referees under more pressure because everything is constantly reviewed, and then they finish up just not making decisions. Um, I would one hundred percent get shot of it. We actually get were out. the first ones to introduce it yeah. down here in the A League, which yeah. doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all that we were the first. We'll try anything gimmicky down here. So, so, so you've seen <laughs> it coming. You've seen what this is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Disaster. A, I've, I've got a comment here. It's not about VAR. It's not actually a question. It's uh, from Derek Hare. He says he named he named his son after you, Spencer. And wow. then we sold you to Derby a few weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> so you made an impression and then Martin O'Neill sold you to Derby a few weeks later. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> oh, no. To be fair, all right. So I, yeah, sorry about that. I, that makes me feel proud <laughs> yeah. that you named your son after me, but then like, 
I was then anti-Christ, and of course, I think I suddenly had left and gone for the, <laughs> yeah. the biggest rivals, eh? Oh, my so word, what, Derek. Spencer, how come, your, how come you did go quite quickly off the Derby? Because like Jamie said, yeah. you, you slotted into the Leicester team. You were part of that team, doing very well. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I think most Leicester fans were surprised when, when you moved on. So what happened was that... It was, I missed the first game of the season. I think we might have played Man United. But he brought in, the gaffer brought in Frank Sinclair. And I, I was well was, Jerry, was it Jerry Taggart as well? No, he didn't come in by then. I don't think he had. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't no. remember. But he brought in, he, he brought in Frank. And then I missed the first game. I actually ripped my neck in training on like the Thursday and I was out and then I I missed that game and then in the midweek we had a, a, a friendly game in for the resis against Derby <laughs> and I played in it as much to get some fitness and make sure that you know I was all right but actually sort of really get some matching it was at the baseball ground and oh i think oh he's got i think we've lost him i was about to it seems so spencer the connection i mean it's a long way away australia guys it is it is it, do, it looks what a great <coughs> show so far though phil it's, um, it, it, do you know what it? though chaps it's probably because he's talking about derby maybe leicester fan tv <laughs> technology just the minute we talk about derby it's just like that that's Blood. it he's gone yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll oh, see that's if a shame, we can... that is. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm going to remove him and see if we can, um, if there he'll was, click there was back a cracking, in. There was a you cracking what, question was... a minute ago. Yeah, from, I've seen that. Uh, Matt Shepard. And... Oh, no, thought... what, what did he say to the referee after the dodgy Chelsea penalty at Stamford Bridge? I'd love to know the answer to that. Yeah. Another good question That'd coming be... up as well is Andrew James Schreiber's one. How would the current LCFC squad fare against the LCF squad of his time? Yeah, absolutely. That's Great yeah. question. Let's just hope we can get Spencer back in and we can ask him then. Here he is. This is what social distance. Here he is. Here he is. Here he is. Spencer. Here he is. Hey, hey, we're 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 rambling got... on about Derby and we decided yeah, you to talk... you off. Yeah. Right. You talk about Derby <laughs> County and, and the system just says no. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll go back. I'll get back before the, in, the, the internet crashes again. Yeah. So the gap, so they sold they sold Christian Daly to West Ham, and I didn't realise. But so I was in training one day, and John Robertson come up to me and he goes, "I think I think the gaffer's selling you today." I was like, "What?" It was completely out of blue. He said, "I think he's going to sell you." So I was like, "Where to?" He says, "Can't tell you." Anyway, <laughs> next thing you know, next thing you know, Steve Wolford comes out and he goes, "Gaffer wants to have a chat to you in the office." Go on. So he was smiling. So I went in there and he went, yeah, look, uh, Derby have made an offer. I've accepted. You don't have to go. He said, if it doesn't work out um, and it's not good for you financially or it doesn't work, you are more than 100% welcome to stay here and still be part of the squad and be competing for first team spot. Um, but I want to give you the chance to go and have a chat to them. You've earned the right. They, they're interested in chatting to you. Um, I then went and started talking to Derby. We agreed terms and everything was done. 
And then only after that, they told us that Christian Daly had been sold to West Ham for like a mozza. Yeah. Um, and it was only then that we went, bugger, we could have put a zero on the end of what we were asking for because <laughs> they suddenly had a load of money. But um, it was, um, yeah, it was sad to leave at the time, particularly going to Derby, you know, a big rival. I, I was I was pleased to go and, and be valued. It's, it's yes. always a big part of being a player is you want to be valued and feel feel valued by the manager. So Martin telling me that I could go back if the offer, you know, if it wasn't right, was, was great. Um, but you kind of get a gut feeling as well and you want to play. Derby, you know, their stadium was great. I got, I, I got a great gut feel about um, the place and the coaching staff particularly. Um, and it, it just happened. And it worked out well, Spencer, for you there. You, you had a good spell there. I had a great. Do you know what? I actually had. Um, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say it's too, but but I do actually talk it up. I, I had a really, really enjoyable time there, and as great as it was, it was professional on a next level at that time. You know, we've all seen the stuff that Leicester are now doing. I mean, the training facility they make, they're looking to build now is insane, right? But at the time. Derby's was set up better than Leicester in terms of how professional it was off the pitch, in terms of the sort of access to different things that we had. Um, we had Bill Bezik as a sports psychologist. You know, we had Steve McLaren as, a, as the first team coach, Steve Round as his assistant. It was a really, really, really... The, the attention to detail was was completely different to how Steve Walford and John Robertson were as coaches. Mm. You know, I don't want to bag them out because Wally, Wally particularly was outstanding as a coach. Like what he had to put up with, with the gaffer was insane. <laughs> you know, like it, it was because Wally would come out and take all the training you know, there'd be a clear plan of what was going on and Wally would come out and take the training and then at some random point in the session, the gaffer would come out and go, right, just come stand here. I want to run round that goal, round that goal back into me. You've got 25 seconds to do it. If you don't do it, you go again. And he would run out, run the arses off us, right? We'd be flogged. The gaffer would then walk back in and expect Wally to just carry on the session. From where it was, we were we were dead. We'd be dead. He go, oh, cheers, Gaffer. Thanks for that. So going in, going into Derby, back to that. The we'd go into training, and we'd have all these proper lazy boy chairs, but they'd all have massages, special massage for different people in terms of as a warm up, in terms of activation places that you need activating, which is then when we would have our meeting. Our video analysis would be done before training and planning and what we're doing. I was like, it was mind blowing for me to have this at the time. Um, that was through the course of the season, and the company that actually did all the massage chairs turns out to be Prozone. Oh. So we were oh, the guinea yeah. pigs. Yeah, yeah, we were the guinea pigs for Prozone, right? Which kind of I think probably 
caught me out once they started looking at my data and my statistics. <laughs> <laughs> kind of was like, oh, dear. there you go. Uh, Spencer, I've got a question for you. Uh, what team do you actually support? So I grew up as a kid. I know where this story is going to go to, but we can go there. <laughs> I grew up as a kid as a Chelsea supporter. Chelsea well, fair, fair enough. They yeah, helped us win, win the Premier League, but carry on. Right? Yeah. So I used to go and watch Chelsea when they were really, really bad in like the old second division against yeah. Shrewsbury. Yeah. Um, when the you know it was a, it, they, it, they were awful. Um, <laughs> and then, and then so Mickey Droy was there, and and then players like. Kerry Dixon come along and David Speedy and Pat Nevin. And Kerry Dixon was my hero growing up as a kid. Um, so I grew up as a Chelsea supporter. And one fateful day in 97, that Somebody's love affair that ended. Is. That love affair ended. And I've yeah. hated them ever since. When the, you mean the penalty? Uh, yeah. What, somebody asked a question about this. I'm not, yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. Talk us through it. Well, it wasn't a penalty. Yeah. But we were, we were absolutely convinced that year that we, you know, we were doing well in the Premier League. But we were also convinced that we'd go on and we'd, we, we believe we'd do a cup double. No doubt. We were very, very confident with the sides that were left in the competition. We, we, were, we were confident that we'd... we'd you know, have a have a really good shot at least to making a couple of finals anyway. So, you know, to lose the way that we did was very very disappointing. Um, we obviously got the the little you know the little bit of comfort that we went on and, and did well in the League Cup. Um, but to to get knocked out in that way in the FA Cup was pretty soul destroying. What happened, Spencer? Just remind people who, who maybe don't know. <laughs> Everyone watching this show should know. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, think, they should. Did Did you have a few words with uh, Johansson when he went after he got up, or did you just say, uh, "Oh, Johansson. well done"? Yeah, uh, I I was more having a go at the referee than I was worried about. Oh, yeah, Erlen Johansson who blatantly dived. Yeah, but you know, it, it's happened. We we moved on. Um, that no caused no end of problems, that. didn't it? People Pardon? will go into courts and st- people will go into courts and it caused them stress and depression and they're all on the sick because of what happened. Well, I it caused I, no end of problems. I um like I said, I, I I was a Chelsea supporter as a kid, through and through. And uh yeah, from that time on can't stand them. Always then love playing against them and beating them, or you know, <laughs> I, I was never as motivated to beat any side. Until and uh, after that, it was uh, yeah, just can't just even now can't stand them. Like it, it went from being a really, really, really good old-fashioned English type club to being very cosmopolitan and continental. Um, sort of when Viali's sort of era that that sort of stage yeah. and yeah, you know, just it was just a bit weird. So yeah, <laughs> that's my Chelsea story done. Uh, what do you make of the? I've got a question for you. What do you make of uh, the current Leicester squad and how well we're doing right now? What do you What do you make of the Leicester? I squad? think it's. I can't remember the last time they played. It's, it's so <laughs> long ago, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. um, Aston Villa four 0 Wow, 
it seems so long ago, but I would say that the squad is very strong. I think given, I think the best bit of business they did was keeping hold of the manager, by the way. Brendan yeah. Rodgers at the start of the season. I mean, there was talk that he might have even gone to Arsenal, I think, at the time. Yes. Yeah, there was. Um, that bit of business to keep him was immense because he's he's clearly got a great philosophy that has allowed the players to play a really entertaining type of football. Um, I, I'm, I, I'd still like to see them add some, some strength at the back. I'm a bit worried as well about... The, I love Jamie Vardy. I think he's done amazing things for the club. But how much longer? You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that's not to, to belittle him at all or, or in any way because he's still scoring goals, right? Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. it's amazing what he's still doing. But when the legs start to go, they go very quick. Um, and there needs to be someone that's an instant replacement. There isn't, is there? Not even in the league. No, not at the minute. Not at the minute. No. Um, but in terms of where the club are at, I think it's 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 an amazing achievement still, given the money that other clubs are still spending around them, that they're yeah. still able to compete the level they are. Um, um, yeah, I'll go further with the question then. How do you think you would compare against the current squad with your squad during the time you were at Leicester? Because it'd be close. That'd be a great game. It would be close. Leicester be 1997. Can we still tackle the way that we were allowed to tackle? <laughs> yeah, well, let, we let's say, let's say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd, be a, it'd be a great game. Oh, God, it, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, we would... Yeah, it would be, actually. It'd be an <laughs> interesting game. I don't think it would be a runaway. I think no. it'd be a different... You know, the, the, the style has, comp- has changed. Obviously, the style has really changed. And um, it, it's a... It's, it's a different type of football, and and it's the sort of football that I love to watch. Like the way that we played isn't the isn't the way that I would want my team to play. I can just but, picture you flattening James Madison, just <laughs> literally <laughs> squash. Yeah, have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up off the a lot of Leicester fans now. I mean, we've got a great squad at the moment and some lovely mm. football at Tom Spencer, but quite a lot of fans hark back to the team you were part of and say. That we just need some of that ingredients in today's team, which is just a bit more. You know, we often we're not quite got leaders on the pitch some days, or a yep. bit more mm. bite in there. You know, and you just think, oh, if we could just bring a bit of that, sprinkle it in, you probably have the perfect team. But there really isn't that many leaders in the game now, anyway. That had that sort of. I, I, I think the whole thing has changed. But your team completely. was full of leaders, Spencer. You included. Yeah, it, everybody it was. was the leader. It, it, it was. But it's it's evolved now. You know, you had to be. Now you're just a part of the puzzle. Whereas before, you had to really step up and you know show your metal before you played. Whereas now, if you play, it's almost a divine right that you've got the ability and and you've got the accessibility to go on and play at the highest level. But before, you really, really had to earn your stripes physically first. Whereas I think that's probably something that has gone a little bit from the game now. Um, Maybe that's for the better. You know, it is an interesting game to watch now. Very interesting to watch. Very different. But I think it will be very close. I'd like to think it will be close. I think it would. I'd like to think. Yeah. I'd like to think we've. I, I'd, I'd like to think it would. We'd still beat them. You know? <laughs> I, I, 
I think you would, Spence. I actually think the team, the 97-98 team squad you were part of, I actually think probably would win. You finished ninth, you finished 10th in those two seasons, you were at Leicester, in the Premier League, and you won the League Cup. It was one of the most successful periods in the past, well, in the club's history ever. So when you think about what, so the year that I came in was the year that got promoted. And I think the few years before it, the club had a real reputation of being a yo-yo club up and down. And it had never been able to have that stability in the Premier League. So the thing was to get that. That was the first thing, you know, the, the, the emphasis wasn't on us finishing mid-table winning cups and stuff. It was really on survival first. Um but then once we started and we realised just how successful we actually could be and, and how we really could compete, the players really uh, re- really thrived on it and really grew as the season went on, really grew into it. And the confidence that we started to show, I mean, that, that Arsenal game epitomised the spirit that we had. It really did. We just never gave up. OK. Um, can, one, one can, you, hold on a minute. can you imagine... Soyuncu and Pryor and the back back four today <laughs> nowadays. That'd be mad. Now, that it? would that would be like, yeah, go on then. Both of them two at the back, blimey. But, but Spencer, um, I I've got one question for you though, uh, before because we just need really need to start wrapping up. Um yep. where were you and how did you feel when Leicester actually did win the Premier League in twenty sixteen? Where was I? I think I might have been in Thailand actually. I think it was in time. Yeah, a good place to be. I bet it was yeah. crazy, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it was an amazing achievement, eh? It was, yeah. you know. And as from watching it from the outside, and as as everyone's going, this day can't maintain this. They can't. Yeah. Keep it up. They can't keep it up. Or oh, they just might. They can't keep it up, but they might. Or oh, they they are, you know. Yeah. And it just went on and on and on and on, and it just it epitomizes. It epitomises the area and the fans and the culture and the club that they never they they they're never beaten. They're really not, and you know they'll fight for everything and do it together. Um, that's why I loved it there. It was epitomised that, and I was great. To, you know, I was pleased to be a part of that. Because Spencer, when, again, that that great squad you were at Leicester, when you said we fancied two cups that year, you, you'd obviously mm. got that ambition. Did you start either of those two seasons, especially the second season you were at Leicester, thinking we could have a run at even the league then, or did, was it not nah. really? No, nah. nah. it was always about survival first. Yeah, and you know we always we got we got match bonuses and stuff, and we did, you know everyone loved getting their win bonuses. They got changed in the second year, obviously. After we had a really good <laughs> yeah. They moved the goalposts. They got yeah. bloody changed the second year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was good though. It was, you know, we were, we we. It was a good time to be at the club, and you know, I've, I've, I've still got the medal in the safe, which is great, and the shirts are around, and you know, it's, it was good to be part of that journey. Really important. Fantastic, Jamie. I'm going to hand it over to you now. Yeah. Just- Hold on, I don't know. I think someone's right. That means it's right. time to finish, Jamie. It's nearly time. Well, we've got one last question, one very quick question. Yep. How would, which we normally end this, this with, how would you finish the Premier League season now? Because a lot of leagues have now said, well, Holland have done it, saying they've, um, they've so, voided their leagues and that's it. So how yeah. would you end it? Well, don't forget, so I did play for Man City, right? So as the reigning current champions <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Do you go around bragging that like you've played for Leicester, have won the league, and you've As the current <laughs> champions? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I'm actually thinking is, and and look, Liverpool have done brilliant, right? And 30 years they've had to wait. 30, 30 long years the Scousers have had to wait. <laughs> just make it 31, though, eh? Just void it. <laughs> just void it. Love it. Uh, I love just, it. Just right, I it. think that might be the best place. That Hello. is, that is the clip. That is brilliant. the clip for social media, that is. That's the clip. Yeah, that is absolutely fantastic. Spencer, <laughs> much appreciated. It's been well worth the chat. We, we all love these chats, and the fans uh, the fans like it as well, with all the comments that are coming in. So, much appreciated. Thank yeah, you, pal. guys. Hopefully one day we can catch up and I'll come over and watch a game and uh, yeah, we can go and have a beer after the game. Oh, that'd be brilliant. No, that would oh, be beer. Oh, beer. <laughs> beer. I beer. Beer and a curry. Yes. Oh, yeah. Even one of them as well. Righto. Cheers, Spencer. Thank you. Cheers, guys. See ya. Well, that was good again, wasn't it? Another good one. Absolutely brilliant. But just keep getting better and better, don't they? Oh, just getting better and better. I mean, Let, we let's hope we can get Casey Keller on. Yes. We could do. Casey, a big good one. We could do. We've overrun by 15 minutes. Hopefully, absolutely nobody minds because it was a lovely chat with him. It, I think we could have talked with him it for was. another hour. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Quite so. I think most of these we can carry on and carry on, couldn't we? Because you've got so, so many questions, you just out. keep firing up, couldn't you? You just keep yeah, going yeah. and going and going. It's the fans' questions that keep us going, isn't it? The more fans' questions, the better it is, isn't it? It's the way it works. Um, That's I've got I've got something to to tell people that obviously on social media you can go and follow Spencer Pryor on Twitter. Uh, I think he's also on Instagram, but his Twitter handle I believe is anyone got it to hand? It's <laughs> yes, I have. Manly Spencer. Manly Spence, um, I Manly, can't it off the top of my head. It's Manly S Penny. Okay, that's it. Can you you can't get that up on screen for the. Well, we've been back. tweeting. If you go to our Twitter account, Leicester Fan yeah, TV, yeah. or either the Yours Lee underscore Chappy or the Fox's Arms, yeah, uh, you'll, you'll right. see it all there. Plenty so, there. Uh, Jamie, there. just tell us who have you fixed up for tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, we've got Neil Dance. He wow. should have some cracking stories. A Liverpool and a Scouser, as uh, Spencer calls him. We, you know, our Scousers are always funny, so we should have some actually cracking stories off him. We'll wow. see if he wants to end the league now. <laughs> what an ending that was. That was brilliant, wasn't it? Absolutely brilliant. So, but, getting loads of great comments here. Top man, Spencer Price, yeah. Sean. Uh, everybody really enjoyed that one. It, it, it was top-notch with Spencer Price. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Jamie. It really was enjoyable. Yes. Thanks, thanks Jamie, Thank for letting me. Yeah. yeah oh, these, two, these two interlopers here. <laughs> Phil that side, Lee that side, jumping on my show this morning. Oh, Oh, I could have had well, a lion, but they said, no, you can't have a lion this morning. You've got to do it still. <laughs> Jay, ch- Chappers, should he jump in the pool now? I think, oh, yeah. No. yeah. No, not enough. Yeah. No. Yeah. I no. saw it. Well, it peaked at 280, Jamie. Go on. You wish. You oh, wish you did. I, I, didn't, I didn't see them numbers. Well, I didn't I, see I them did. numbers. Chappie, did you see the numbers? I, I thought it was 281, mate, to be honest. There you go. Go on. <laughs> no, not pool. today. No, oh. not doing it today. The privilege of you two, that makes it better. All right. Over to you, Jamie. You go in the pool. Yeah, you go in the pool. Well, that's it for us today. Behind my green screen. (laughs) Say that again, Chappie. Behind my green screen. Behind your green screen. It could do wonders for your hangover, though, couldn't it? You were looking a bit green today. (laughs) Don't tell everybody about that. My Phil shirt. Oh, cheers. Just like to say, right. Everyone's been watching. Absolutely fantastic show. We'll see you tomorrow night. So it's 
Goodbye. Ciao, ciao. Adios. Top of the morning to you all. See you later. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.